Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome to episode 34 of the Two Twos podcast. I am Nana. And I'm Rose. And together we are Mysterious Girl. <laughs> that's what I thought you were singing. Oh my god. That's what, that's this what I'm Someone make a class, it's William 305. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Remember the CDs? Oh, shit. <laughs> what a throwback. Oh, god. What a throwback, mate. What a good time, isn't it? There'll be one half naked guy with gliss- glistening skin. Mate. That baby oil. That baby oil. Good times. <laughs> Good times. They don't make videos like they used to, you know. Like no. they don't. They really it's don't. Lots now. They just. It's just too much pride going uh, on, like, and tough guyism. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a fan. I don't even watch these videos again. I know we don't, because back in the day we used to have like MTV and. <gasps> Right, we used I used to, to love good. MTV Base. Oh. Yeah, MTV Base. And the box. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if still there. I don't even have Sky anymore. Don't even know if you're trying to play me still. I have Sky, but I have like the free channels upstairs. Yeah, Netflix and YouTube have both taken over. So like, Yeah, definitely. Sky is so yeah. Us going on. We have guests in the building. Oh yeah, we're talking talking, yeah. Sorry. Just let introduce yourself. Hi, my name's Aisha, and I am very happy to be with you guys today. <laughs> Yay! Love that, love that. And people don't know, but this is our second time recording this because we had technical difficulties. <laughs> Remember that time the, the, the um, episode didn't come out? <laughs> that was a, it was a technical difficulty of this one. But we're happy that Aisha's given us our time again. And we're able to call this. Very thankful. We're very, it's very right. grateful, appreciative. Because, you know, we know how busy you are. And I, I love how um, I noticed you guys had, you not, were not missing today. You had the recording on from as soon as I jumped listen, on. Listen. I was listen. like, wow. <laughs> listen. It's not having it happen again. It's not happening again. That is not happening. Hopefully, we only have to make that mistake once. It won't happen again. Look, since we recorded that day, yeah, it's like, <laughs> Yeah, all from the free chat, you know, like warm. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, because we got. I feel like we got so carried away last time because obviously last time was the first time we met you, but it was like we knew you. You know what I mean? Like we know you for a while, so we just got really comfortable, and you know, all of that recording stuff. Went out the window, mate. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, I had such a good time. I was like, okay, yeah, I can handle chatting again. That, that's fine. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to start off with a game. It's the same game, but, you know, hopefully, different questions. Okay. So mm-hmm. Would you rather, again? Okay. All right. I don't know if we had this question, but would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your, gra- your great great grandchildren? Ooh. Um, ancestors, because I don't want to be messing with the future. Yeah. It might make you want to do something differently. So I'd have to, yeah, see my ancestors would be good. Mm. Um, yeah, that would be cool. So, like this year, one of my granddads died. So I'd like to go and um, it would be cool to go back to Jamaica mm. and meet like some of his people. That would be cool. Mm. Really nice. You should do that. 
Hopefully, you can t- if you can take the kids along, I know you're not going for a, a, a good. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm literally just thinking, like, when can we travel again? Please? Oh God! I'm yeah, so it, is, it is really, really sad. I saw Rosie tweet about going on going on a vacation. Where to? Wait, she can't wait to go on a vacation. No where, are to go to, where are we to go again? Mauritius. We were meant to go to Mauritius. Really? Yeah, we went to. We were meant to go like couple of weeks before the lockdown mm. or was it around lockdown time i think it was around lockdown actually mm. oh, you know how upsetting it was <laughs> marissa looks beautiful like yeah oh. so get to go another time yeah and i can see your sad you faces know. you know <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad it's wow we went to we went to go to atlanta Oh my gosh! I, I was saying to my friend about how I want to go to Atlanta so we can go to Atlanta for it. Oh gosh, mm. I really want to go, but um, obviously that's not happening this year. No, no. <laughs> see, maybe, but we don't even know now. I don't even say next year. Hopefully next year things back to normal, but I don't even know. Mm. Yeah. Um, what about you, Rosie? What would you? Future- Do you know what? I would like to go and see my ancestors because. Um, when we went to the, we went to the Safe Castles in like 2015, I want to say in Cape Coast. Yeah, um, the whole family went, and they do this thing where um, there's a room where they used to put the slaves and the dungeons. Uh, dungeons, yeah. And they used to the ones that were basically this was a room where they used to leave the slaves, the naughty naughty slaves. It wasn't like, just naughty die. slaves. Oh, what to just to die? Yeah, it's just to die. Oh, okay, okay, there you go. And um. So they, it was pitch black. So what they did was people that were like showing us around, they closed the door so we could experience what it was like for the slaves. Mm. And it, it was pitch black. Like you couldn't see, your eyes became wide open and you can't see nothing. And then when they closed the door, like the mum just felt like, she just felt energy. And she just said that she couldn't, she couldn't like take the energy. So she asked them if she could go outside. So when afterwards I asked her, I was just like, what, how, what was wrong? And she was just like, I just felt a really weird energy. Like, I just feel like I just something telling her it was one of her ancestors. Mm. So, like, and it, was, it just made me think, like, raw, like, I wonder if one of our ancestors, like, really went through this mm. and what it was like for them. And so it would be good. To, would, I would like to, um, like, definitely go back just to, just to see. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They kept them, but I feel like, the, the, um, I was reading a book, actually. They kept them in those dungeons. It's like, before they sold them off or before they sold to when wherever they were going. But those dungeons were like, they were, they were very short. So you couldn't stand up. You had to lie down and you know, they wouldn't let them, they had to go toilet. They had to go and like women had to be on their periods in there. So this is bare graphic, but it had to be in their periods in there. And like just on, they had to be on top of each other basically. Mm. Right? We went in that room as well. Like, it was just ridiculous, like, do you know what I mean? But just ridiculous. But yeah, yeah that's a good answer, though. That's a, I mean, mm. that's a good reason. Um, I think I would like to go back because I always want to go back and see how things were. Like, obviously, we have a lot of advancements in technology and all of that stuff. I just want to see how it was, quote unquote, simple and <laughs> simple life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that would be really interesting to go back. But yeah, on to the next question. Um, would you rather have more money or more time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Bro. <laughs> I'm going to go for more money. 
cool but I need more time to spend them <laughs> yeah that's what I was thinking <laughs> I'm still more money I'm going to go have more money very vague question but um <laughs> it is a hard one though yeah yeah time is money you know I'll tell you that <laughs> just gonna go with more time because I don't know like the parameters of this question so <laughs> I'm gonna go with more time um, obviously more money is always nice but I think more time and I think that's especially been highlighted for me during like lockdown I um, mm. have minimal time at the moment just because the kids are around all the time and our usual lives have changed quite a bit uh, mm-hmm. so yeah I'm <laughs> finding that much harder than I thought I might otherwise do mm. um, so I think I've realised just how important like, time and freedom is to me yeah. Um, obviously, there's a base level of money that you need, or, or else life is difficult. But probably more time, actually. Mm. Mm, yeah. You guys are more sensible than me, but. You guys are more sensible than me. No, I get. I hundred percent get the money. I get the money. I want, no, I want, I get listen, I want that. But you know, I want both, really. But you know. Yes. <laughs> this is it. All right. Would you rather win the lottery or live twice as long? That's like the same thing, really. Lottery. Lottery. Yeah, because, like, you know, life expectancy is fine these days. It's like, what, people in my family live to about eight-ish. Yeah. Um, I'm not really here for 160 years, you know, because it's yeah. like me, one, everyone's dead, and like, my body will be old and crusty. Like, unless it could, you know, unless it's like I can be 160, but as my body is now, that's different. Yeah, I don't, I don't um, think that's, that's the question. <laughs> no, and then imagine that doing that, but still having to work as well, like having to retire when I'm 120, and that's not, that's not fun. Oh, so, yeah. Lottery is good, please, lottery. Yeah, definitely lottery. I, I, I'm going to assume you're going with lottery, Rosie. Yeah, lottery. <laughs> <laughs> okay, would you rather... Lose your vision or your hearing. This is depressing, man. What the hell? This is depressing. Oh, no. What kind of depressing question? I don't want to lose any. I'm not answering this one. (laughs) No, that's hard. I love love music, so if you can't... You know, I'd miss not hearing music. Mm. I think we're passing this question. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's actually impossible. That's tough. Would you rather be Batman or Spider-Man? Oh, God. <laughs> Spider-Man. Batman's dead. Batman doesn't do anything. Oh, my God. So yeah. I watched the Batman films, yeah, like last, or I think this year, last year. And I was like, Why? is this what everyone's talking about? Like, if this is what everyone's... you watch them? I was like, is this what everyone's raving about? First of all, that Christian guy, I think he, I don't think he's a great actor. Um, <laughs> I don't. And then with the mask, yeah, listen, no shade to anyone that has a lisp, but I just feel like with the mask, it didn't work, bro. It didn't work. No shade. It didn't work. That, that, Lord. That's a good point there, you know. Lord. I would rather be Spider-Man because at least Spider-Man can do the web thing and fly from wall to wall. So... I'm gonna, yeah, Spider-Man's a bit more exciting, so I'm going to go with Spider-Man. The only thing is Batman has money, that's all. But Yeah. That ain't that excited. No. Be Batman because he's got money. Everything is actually made for... He's not actually that amazing. <laughs> what he, he, can't do, he can't do anything. <laughs> like, he can't he, do anything special. 
He can only do things because he has money. Like, he basically bought his superpowers, isn't it? Not superpowers, it's but, you know, he bought his skills. He bought, yeah, it's tech. Yeah. He's like a shit version of Iron Man, isn't it? Shit Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Switching one light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> also, he feels like he's got issues. Like, he's just like, you know what? Go see a therapist and work yourself out, please. And then come back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, he's got some issues that he just needs to work out instead of being a vigilante. He doesn't You know, like he's taken out on everyone. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> Mate, okay, would you rather explore space or the ocean? Ooh. Ah, that is, oh, I don't want to do both. Like, Ooh. actually, I'm scared of sea creatures, so, and I can't swim. Can you not swim? Barely. I mean, you know, I can swim like 20 meters or something, not very good. Mm. Questionable. <laughs> <laughs> questionable, yeah. <laughs> I always feel like, yeah, and I've said this to my girlfriend, like, if a shark was chasing me, yeah, I'd be yeah. able to swim, but she's like, no, you wouldn't because you can't swim. I can swim on my back. I can swim fairly reasonably on my back, which would be enough to get away from the shark a bit. Probably, I yeah. I swim better on my back as well, actually. Yeah, it's much, much easier. I, for, the, for the life of me, I can't, like, float. Like, I can't. I just can't. I <laughs> just can't do it. I just can't do it. And it upsets me. <laughs> it really upsets me. And I was like, I can't go on another holiday until I learn how to swim. Do you know so what, though? It's actually really hard to get adult lessons. Like, um, so my son can swim pretty decently. We, we went to seaside and he was like, swimming in the sea, loving his life. And I was thinking, mm. oh, it'd be nice to kind of go out with the kids and stuff. Yeah. But, um, so like, where we live, there are loads of children's swimming lessons like, everywhere. Um, so I thought, let me try to find an adult swimming lessons. Can I find any, though? Yeah. No, sounds... it's really, really hard. Really hard. Damn. Really hard. Although in London, there's like a um, swim them crew. But that's interesting. Oh, I've heard of them, yeah. Yeah, they do really good stuff, but um, but I don't live in London. I mean, it's not that far for me to get to that, but they only do, that. you have to sign up for a certain number of lessons um, Mm. in the evenings, and it's not always that convenient for me to do that because of work. Yeah. um, That would be, like, if I lived in London, I'd probably do that, and it, like, it's, you know, like, black as well, so Mm -hmm. it would be good. Yeah, maybe I should, you know, inquire about that, because it's on my list for 2000. Twenty, you know my goals for two thousand twenty. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of them, <laughs> I haven't been able to, you know, meet because <laughs> of this year <laughs> being so ghetto. But um, oh my gosh. Yeah, okay, um, all right. Would you? Oh no, no. These questions, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> These questions are so stupid. All right. Would you rather be stuck on an island alone or with someone who talks incessantly? Oh God, alone. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> I will go for the alone one. Yeah. But, okay, but you're stuck in the island. You don't know when, you know, someone's going to come and rescue you. No, but the, the noise, the constant, constant noise. You know how jarring it is now? No. Why is an island? You can go to the other end of the island. If they, they come and follow you, though. They follow you. Like, wait, 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 wait. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, as much as I don't like people that talk a lot, yeah. I just feel like during this lockdown, obviously, I've been alone. <laughs> okay, I've just had okay, social yeah. media. <laughs> so I'm thinking that's that's lockdown times. I don't know. That's on steroids, right? So I'm just like, okay, I need. I'm gonna need someone on this island with me, even if they talk too much. So you know what? That's interesting because obviously, <laughs> me and Rosie are both. We've been living with people, so maybe that's why 
I've had a good lockdown. Like, you know, it's actually been really nice, but mm-hmm. um, it's interesting that we both said that and you said that. You can live reliance. Yeah. It is telling, isn't it? It is telling. Okay, so um, that's the end of the game. <laughs> the questions were girl as hell. So, I was glad because I was like, oh, sometimes they do that snug ray of words. And I'm just like, listen, man, I'm old. I'm not some millennial thing. So, some of the people you guys are saying, I don't know who the hell they are. I'm like, who's that? <laughs> That is true, though. That is I'm like, true. if they come ask me about something I've never seen, I don't you know, know. We're going to do that because we're like, oh, let's respect the marriage. That's how we yeah, do it. I, I don't know who the things are. <laughs> yeah. Listen, sometimes we pick people that we don't even know. Like, we Google, you know. We actually Google them. <laughs> we actually Google them. Like, okay, now it's all coming out because I was just like, they're asking me about these people who I don't, I barely haven't even heard their names. What? I don't know if I want to even look at them, much less anything else. <laughs> the names that we just see floating on Twitter, we're like, yeah, they must know who they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty, that's pretty much it, you know. <laughs> okay, so uh, getting to why we brought you here today, because this, this, I've been looking forward to this this episode the most because I'm always talking about wanting to start a family, even though sometimes I'm like, uh, do I want kids? <laughs> do I not? <laughs> Um, but this is a, the episode that I've, I've been looking forward to because I just feel like there isn't a lot of information out there and especially for, um, specifically for black, you know, same sex relationships. Um, but yeah, we want to talk about how your journey and how you got them keys, you know, because <laughs> I feel like a lot of, a lot of the time, you know, when you come out, yeah. And mm. your parent is like, well, how are you going to have kids? And it's like, sis, I have a working uterus, like, or my partner has a working uterus. So, mm. you know, there are ways around it, but I feel like a lot of people don't know the ways around it, basically. So, yeah. So, did you want to have kids? All right. So, I, I always wanted to be a parent um, because... Well, you know, black families, it's kind of like, why wouldn't you? Mm, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. there are children, I feel like I say this to white people I know, and they don't know what I'm talking about, but it's like, <laughs> literally, there are kids everywhere all the time. Like, all you know? time, all the and time. If, and from my family, like, people have kids young. So my mom um, and dad were kind of young parents when they had me. Mm-hmm. Um, most, you know, I've got loads of um, aunts and uncles and, and cousins and stuff like that. So children were just always about. Yeah. So it was quite one of those things where you just think, well, yeah, of course I'm going to be a parent. But why wouldn't you be? Um, so, yeah. And then uh, then I realised I was gay. And I kind of thought, oh, okay, well, that's probably not going to happen. Mm. Um, and then that was kind of it. But I always thought, yeah, I'd like to like to have children. And like you were saying, you know, when I came out to my mum, she was pretty chill, actually. She was pretty good about it but her first thing was like well that's a shame I really wanted grandchildren that's like the most that she was that was what she was bothered about you know yeah and kind of like don't go on too many drugs I'm like mum what are you saying <laughs> she was just like you know you know the gay people just take too many drugs I was like well maybe because they're stressed about society you know? <laughs> yes maybe <laughs> maybe homophobia like you know <laughs> that's literally it and otherwise it was fine yeah um, yeah so so when we did say that we were having kids she was just like thank god yes. <laughs> yeah. um, but other than that yeah, so I did want. I I always thought I'd be a parent, um, but when I met my my wife, she didn't want kids. So that was like an interesting conversation. Um, 
and like working out whether we'd stay together or not and whether I wanted children enough to stay with her mm. um so that was a like quite a big deal like um early in our relationship mm, well I'm glad that you know in the end you got her <laughs> yeah in the end in the, well it's funny actually because I thought okay you know it's interesting to meet someone that you you care about and that you love and then I had to weigh it up so I was like well you know if she never does want children because it's not something that you can compromise on really like you know you have children you don't you can't compromise it and it's too much of a big decision to kind of have someone like cajole them into if they don't really want to do it Mm -hmm. much too big Mm -hmm. so I I had to decide I was like well you know I'm lucky to have met someone who I feel very strongly about and and that you know I think I had to weigh up and I thought okay I could probably be fine without kids it's all right, like, I'll be sad, but I could be fine and we could have a good life together still. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really pressure her about it. I just kind of left it. And then about six, seven years into us being together, she's like, oh, actually, I think, you know, do you still want kids? Because I think I'd quite like to have children, actually. Mm. But she changed her mind, um, which I wasn't expecting. Like, I didn't think, oh, she will change her mind. Change her mind, yeah. Not to, but mm-hmm. she did. So it was, um, that was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, it's good that you didn't, isn't it? What you say, Rosie? Yeah, you can't. So it's good you stay together because... Imagine that six years later, on. Isn't it? <laughs> and she has a child with someone else. I'll be fucking vexed. Yeah. <laughs> so vexed. <laughs> and that happens to people, you know. Yeah, because people change their minds. Of course they do. And like, obviously, you can't assume that people will. Like, you yeah. have to go into it thinking, though, what they, they say now exactly. is what they're always going to do. Mm-hmm. And you have to respect that. But um, yeah, because I didn't think I was trying to change their mind. We just carried on about our lives and had a nice time. And, and then she changed. Like, when. So she was coming up to about 30 um and then she changed her mind and we started thinking about it and we at that time we considered adoption mm. um and went quite a bit into the adoption process actually maybe a, like a year 18 months into it um and then as you said you know we realized that we had working uteruses and actually <laughs> that uh, yeah wasn't <laughs> going to be well because you know like obviously as, as a gay couple or like a same-sex couple you can choose to adopt and obviously like for guys that's probably the only option apart from surrogates mm-hmm. um but the process was it's a very very long process it's very involved looking back on it we probably weren't quite ready yeah i think we probably weren't quite ready for we weren't mature enough for adoption i would mm. say if i'm being really honest about it now. yeah um okay. Yeah, I think so. Like there was stuff that we definitely needed to work on. Um, and now I know people who have adopted it is a lot. Like they do a great job and they're really happy with their families and children mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But um adopted kids needs they need you to have your shit together, like to yeah. the degree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they really, really do. Um so and I think your finances and Yeah, just everything and like and even, you know, they've got like often have attachment um issues and stuff like that so you need to have really worked on yourself a lot um because there you know there will be difficulties if you've had adopted kids in the uk um so yeah. we had to do a bit more work on ourselves i think um and then we also just didn't get on that well with our social worker we've been assigned to it was just long so we took a break and thought that we decided to do ivf instead which was a better choice for us but i have like the utmost respect for people who, who adopt um, and i still wouldn't rule out like fostering yeah perhaps there was that couple that adopted and he has some sort of special needs i don't Mm. know if it's autism but the youtube couple and they gave him back or something Mm -hmm. it's unforgivable man 
disgusting. You can't, yeah, it's disgusting. It's like, you can't, yeah, just, I've got really strong views about that kind of thing that you cannot, these children are already massively damaged. Yeah. You know, like, or they wouldn't be up for adoption, like, especially in, in the UK, like, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that has to happen before a kid um, gets taken into care. Mm. And to put them through that and then reject them is fucking disgraceful. It's my view. <laughs> that is just so wild. I mean, it's like you going into it, you knew what to expect. I'm sure you were yeah. told everything, you know, and you yeah, still went ahead of it. The adoption people told them that it would be it would be quite difficult. And I reckon that the adoption people said difficult because they read what kind of people they are. They probably saw because they probably come come across loads of couples, and they're able to. Um, like just recognize certain things in their personalities mm. and i reckon but the person that said to them it's going to be difficult you guys really meant it <laughs> yeah they really meant it necessarily about the kid because if you love a child things can be harder than than other situations but if you love a child you're going to make it work yeah mm. it's not going to be that hard for you to like just give up like and yeah like some of the things that i saw that they did on youtube like like tying his hands together and stuff like that like Wow, it was just and it because he I think he used to suck his fingers or something like that. So then he used to tie his hands together, so he didn't. And also my hands are fingers. I just can't imagine like tying their hands together. Something like that. It just was like what? And apparently their birth child sucks her fingers and they never did that to her. They just oh my gosh. on the camera. So it's just like what is this exploitation? Like just they just got him for YouTube views, it feels like. Yeah. yeah. That's what it seems like. Yeah, and then basically, you know, that 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 kid is going to have difficulty now being adopted again because like you know if your adoption placement whatever it is breaks down it's really hard to get another one mm. um and just and people yeah, always just, want babies as well like people want babies kids that yeah no also like black kids specifically um there's issues with black kids mm-hmm. in terms of like you know there's more black and mixed race like mixed black kids um up for like in care and people don't want to adopt them yeah and yeah so all that stuff is just it's actually horrible um so people need to not you can't be messing with people's lives like that that's my view on that one you have to know what you're letting yourself in for and even then you still don't know and you have to just i don't know like i can't give my kids back like (laughs) they're here now it's not their fault i just just deal with it you know just Mm. deal with it that's why i think it should be the same thing i'm surprised Surprised that there was a process to even take it back again. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess it's for the it's for the child, you know, best interest of the child, ultimately. Yeah. But it's still that is still mad. Yeah, well, I mean, placements do break down and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's just it's just heartbreaking. Uh, when we went through the the bit of the adoption process that we went through, it was still at the very very beginning stages, and it's still taking like over a year. Yeah, that is and, a um, long time. Yeah, yeah, it's like because they want to make sure people are. Are ready for it so and at that time we were relatively young so as I, as I said we would have been like late 20s generally speaking people are more like the kind of age I am now so like mm-hmm. uh, late 30s 40s is like the, the general age that people tend to adopt mm. probably because like usually it's straight couples in it so they had to go through like they've realized they're infertile then mm-hmm. they go through IVF whatever that doesn't work and then they still want to adopt so um people tend to be a bit older mm-hmm. and with a bit more life experience yeah you and your wife have been together for... We have been together for 18 years. What? Yeah. So we had our 18-year anniversary this year. <laughs> wow. 18 years. What the hell? <laughs> Some long thing. <laughs> that in lesbian years is 100 years, mate. 
<laughs> yeah, it's been good, you know. <laughs> wow. I can't even complain. Life's nice. <laughs> 18 no, years. Nice to hear, though, because it's like, wow, yeah. we can do this. You know what people say about lesbians, isn't it? Like, <laughs> that we, we get together, move in, have a cat, then break up within, like, a month or something. I don't know. Listen, like, not me. Not me. We've been together for three years before we moved in, and I thought that was quick. <laughs> oh, really? I was like, oh, three years. <laughs> you know, three years is decent. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I'm rushing it. <laughs> wow. People are engaged and married, all, like, about to be married in three years. Yeah. Mad. <laughs> Mad. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but don't forget, yeah, when we got together, they didn't have, um, so civil partnerships didn't exist when we got oh, together. Yeah, so yeah. moving, it was like the big deal. Um, for me, like we bought, we bought a place together and I was like, okay, this is like us getting married, isn't it? Yeah, that's a huge thing. Marriage wasn't a thing. Mm. Um, and then it was only, so wait, when did we? Uh, I think civil partnerships came in like the Something year like the after. Oh no, so, um, so marriage came in, but civil partnerships, before what they had before that was in 2006. Oh, okay. So 2006 was, um, we were able to have a civil partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, it didn't exist. So when we were first together, like marriage and civil partnerships and all that stuff was an impossibility, really. That's so weird, man. Because obviously, we're at the age where we're thinking about marriage and stuff. Yeah. All of this is here for us now. Um, but it's Good. just like, it's weird. I know it's great, but it's just so weird to think of a time where, you know, you're not allowed to do that. So and things, yeah, you're not even like that much over with us. You're not like this is what yeah. is crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, I'm saying all this stuff, and I feel like some proper old, like, you know, back in my day. And the thing is, like, I'm not even that old. So it's kind of, it's, I was just saying to a friend of mine that it's mad to have lived through all these momentous changes in, you know, like LGBTQ plus like, history, basically. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. Um, and I'm only like, late 30s <laughs> yeah. uh, and thinking about how it would have been for people even like 10 years older than me um it's just yeah it's just mad like when I was at school they still had like section 28 and all these kind of things and it wasn't okay to like promote homosexuality um, and even like when I started teaching when I used to be a teacher it still was a bit weird to kind of be out um and thinking about when I left teaching, I was out as a teacher and all that kind of thing. Like, I couldn't have thought about that beforehand. So, obviously, there are still difficulties. And I think the nuances are different, like, for a black queer person. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, life's, life's changed a lot, I have to say. Um, and I'm just hoping that it can keep up pace in, like, other diaspora places. So, you know, I'm oh, excited yeah. for them to change things up in the Caribbean and... Um, and be a bit more progressive in Africa as well. The isn't Caribbean it? probably changed before Africa would. Isn't it? I was going to say, and change things up in Africa as well, please. Listen, they're so stubborn, yeah, and headstrong over some bullshit. That's what they, they, they're crazy. They're actually crazy. I'll never forget when the Ugandan pre, the president of Prime Minister, I don't know, I think he's the president, came on and he said that, you know, it's illegal, um, oral sex is now illegal. What? He yeah, made he made a statement about oral sex. Said it's illegal. <laughs> no one should be doing it. <laughs> Sorry, what? They're, they're actually ridiculous. They're actually. How are you gonna know if someone is doing it or not in the comfort of their own home? I was just gonna say, like, what was the reason for that? Is it because it can't lead to pro- uh, you can't have kids or something like that? What's the reason? Why why are you ruining people's fun, please? I don't know. They seem to um, think okay, these these things are a personal problem. Like, there's something going on in his life, and he's projecting on the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that has to be it because what else like you know why 
His wife was like, listen, not everyday, everyday penetration. Please, can you, you know, yeah. can you please shake it up a little bit? He's like, no, I'm not doing it. And he's like, yeah. do you know what? Do you know what? Let's make it illegal, yeah? yeah who is influencing you? We, I, I don't want anyone to be influencing you. <laughs> so all because his wife asked for something slightly different one day. He had to go yeah. to get on everyone else. <laughs> That's crazy. I think they're crazy. They're mad. crazy. All right. So going back into, you know, conceiving and having kids. So mm. what, what were the options that you were given? Okay, right. So the options that we had at the time, obviously so there was um, adoption, which was the first thing that we went um, for. And then decided mm-hmm. that wasn't for us. Um, and then we decided to do, um, so artificial insemination. And I guess most people will know about IVF. Um, yeah. But there's also, uh, I remember last time when we were talking, there's something else. And I couldn't remember the name, but then you guys reminded me. So yeah, it's, um, in, intra- IUI, right? Yeah, I, yeah IUI, intra- intra-terrene insemination. Intra-terrene. Yeah, so that's cheaper. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm right, so I'm here, we, <laughs> here we get into the money aspect of things. Um, mm-hmm. We, at the time, we were lucky because like, we didn't have kids, so we had some more money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back when we had some money to spend <laughs> Um, and also um it depends so you can get this stuff on the nhs i'm not the best person to talk much about it because we didn't go by the nhs so we were lucky enough to have a bit of savings and um be able to afford to do it privately yeah Um, i I read that you you can but you'd have to try you'd have to spend money first before oh is that right now yeah you have to try you have to try it first and if it doesn't work and then they will yeah and and it's all different it depends on like your authority so some of the people um you know they'll give you like one going and that's it and some will give you like a certain number so it Mm. depends on where you live yeah and to be honest to us at that time it just sounded long so we were like you know what let's do this it's kind of like it's a good thing to spend our money on so um why not uh so we did iui because um we went to a place called London Women's Clinic, which I think is still around. Um, yeah. And they were quite, they were known to be quite friendly for same-sex couples. Um, that they used to advertise in some of the like, lesbian press and all this kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, and also luckily they, uh, where they were situated is very close to where my partner works. So we knew that she'd be able to just like pop in there and lunch break and do stuff. So it was those, those were decisions that we, we made. Yeah, it was um, reasonable, and you could buy like at the time they did like a little bundle, so you could have like three uh, like sessions of IUI for a particular amount. Mm-hmm. Um, so we so we did that, uh, and it's cheaper because it's less. In, I was going to say less invasive. I don't know if that's actually true, but um, yeah, that's what they do. It, yeah, like so. In essence, it kind of it's what people would maybe think of as like the turkey baster, but slightly more um, <laughs> advanced <laughs> and okay. in a clinical in a kind of you know clinical setting. Um, but the, uh, what do you call it? The success rate is much lower. So it's cheaper, but the success rate is lower. Mm-hmm. We did that, um, however many goes we were able to do. And, um, unfortunately it wasn't successful for us. So then we switched to IVF, which has a much higher, uh, success rate, but is more expensive. Yeah. Um, and also I remember last time we were talking about donors. So, um, you know, it's hard to get a black male donor. Um, they got many more white donors um, uh, just in general. And, and again, like at the time, so, you know, we were talking about changes in the law. At mm. the time that we did it, just before, so the, the first few cycles, what would have had to happen is, so my partner um, was the person who's going to be carrying the, the babies just because 
I wanted to be a parent, but I wasn't that bothered about carrying, you know. Mm. I was okay. I was fine with it, to be honest. <laughs> like, but if you, had to, if you had to, would you have... If I had to, I would have done. Yeah. yeah. So if she'd been really, really anti it and whatever, I would be like, mm, okay, fine. Um, yeah. So I wasn't that bothered and she really did want to. Um, mm. and, we were, and obviously we wanted a black donor. Uh, but they had like maybe one or two. And then um, at that time, so if she'd got pregnant with those initial cycles, what would have happened is um, she would have been the legal parent and then I would have had to adopt them mm-hmm. to become their legal um, guardian as well. That was how it stood at the time for same-sex couples. Um, and that is like, yeah, so it's odd. We would have had to end up going through the adoption process, but it would have been much more speeded up because it was like a different kind of thing. Mm. Um, and then what happened was there was a change in the law. So, uh, and that affected the cycle of IVF that we had when we eventually conceived my son. And what that meant was that if you were an established couple, so by then we'd already had our civil partnership. So um, if you were married or civil partnered mm-hmm. um, and your partner uh, conceived, then you were automatically the other parent on the birth certificate, which is like a yep. massive deal. Yep. Um, and that, that all happened kind of like while we were going through the process. So we deliberately held off actually our, what turned out to be the final round um, of IVF for our son so that we were covered by that change in the law. Yeah. And it was actually really lucky because that was the, that was the one that was lucky and, and we ended up having it. Mm. So yeah, just again, like all these things, like legal things that affect people's lives on a like, day-to-day basis really. Yeah. And like things that obviously straight couples don't need to even think about even at think all. About don't need yeah. to think about at all. Don't even need to be married. You know, no. their name can go on the birth certificate. Like, yeah. you know, and that's it. But um, for people that don't know what IUI is, um, I'm going to let you know and what the difference is between IUI and IVF. So IUI is not as invasive and it involves the injection of sperm into the uterus by means of a catheter. Catheters scare me. They actually scare me. <laughs> Imagine them putting something up. You know, they put it up your pee-pee hole. Yeah. Well, nah, that's what, this is not my worst fear is like, being ill or being well, sick. Well, not your pee-pee hole. Not technically that. Oh, it's not it. your pee-pee hole. What is it then? No, it can't be. I mean, so... But that's where you um, wee into, right? Yeah, but... Um, so it's a different... I can't remember the name, but it's a different um, opening for... Rosie's thing. So like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that... that okay, apparently it's not your pee-pee hole. But that scares me because obviously... when you that area... To, area when you can't go to the toilet by yourself like if you're ill or you've gone to an accident or whatever and you you can't pee by yourself i don't know where. was it the bag yeah the bag yeah yeah so so the catheter itself yeah so a catheter they do do for your wee hole but for the um iui it's not the wee hole <laughs> okay okay all oh, right 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 okay <laughs> all right cool <laughs> yeah i mean that makes sense but i'm just saying the catheter in general that's what I, listen that's how i know to be yeah stressful um but yeah so so the procedure is relatively inexpensive as I i'm actually catching jokes yeah i'm sitting in the conservatory yeah i had to open yeah. the windows because it's getting hot and i'm just like my neighbors are gonna hear me saying some madness <laughs> sorry neighbors <laughs> sorry in advance oh. all right so this procedure is relatively inexpensive as aisha said and it's not as invasive um 
but the success, the success rates are lower. But IVF is where the doctors use fertility medicine to encourage the development of multiple eggs in your ovaries. During egg retrieval, a physician extracts the eggs and fertilizes each mature egg with sperm from a donor. Once the embryos are created, an embryo can be transferred into a uterus while any remaining embryos can be frozen for future transfers. So did you guys, you guys use the same sperm? Yeah, so how did you find your donor? Like, how did you? Because obviously, you said there was a, you know, the fact that the last time the fact was just one or two. There's only two. (laughs) There's only two. (laughs) That is crazy. (laughs) Like, that's mad. Two donors. That's it. So the first one we went for, kind of like closest to my um, heritage. So it was like you know the Caribbean donor. Unfortunately, the Caribbean sperm was not the mighty sperm for us in this time. It was um, <laughs> the mighty Angolan sperm came through. It's like one Ooh, Angola. Yeah. So um, also, they actually told you like what country. Yeah, they yeah, do. They, they, they tell, tell you everything. You know? so they tell you a little bit about it. So you know, you know the age. Mm-hmm. You know, a um, little bit about what they do. So often, it's like students. It's either like students or yeah. kind of. Um, older guys who've already had their own family that tends to be the demographics mm-hmm. um, and then want to do something um, nice for people so yeah we went to a sperm bank but um, I know other people who've used uh, you know people that they've known so we did consider um, asking people that we knew but at that time we decided not to because first of all we wanted to make it very clear-cut in terms of who the parents were for it um, and we wouldn't have wanted them to be involved in a we do want them to be involved in like a friend way or whatever mm-hmm. it is, but not in a kind of having any say over what's going on with the kids' lives kind of way. And different people like it different. So we know people who are co-parents with people who they've um, uh, um, like had the sperm from and they kind of go and stay with them for, you know, like a, like a proper dad, like a stepdad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and we wouldn't have wanted that kind of arrangement. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we did consider people we knew. But the other thing is at that time we were, no, relatively young and the people that we were thinking of asking were also youngish so we all would have been under 30 um, and they didn't have partners at that time so we thought it's all nice now you know um, and mm-hmm. you might agree and everything's fine but then you know supposing you have a partner and then they are like yeah we don't really want you to be that involved in that kid's life and you never know how things are going to be mm-hmm. um, so we decided that it was uh, we'd rather just have an anonymous donor in the end. But I can totally understand why people choose other things. And um, there are benefits to having known donors as well. Obviously, mm. it's quite a bit cheaper and, you know, they'll be involved in their life and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you can go on holiday and leave the kids. In it, though. <laughs> <laughs> all those ones, especially if they want to be super involved. So, yeah, like we've yeah. seen a few different models from people that we know. Um, uh, but that was the one um, for us. Mm. Okay, so there were two. So did you have to pick out of the two donors that... Um, no, I don't remember it like that. Actually, the first one, it was just like, okay, let's have the one that's closest to my mm. racial background. Um, and then the next one, it was literally, that was the one. <laughs> like, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one true black one. Because <laughs> I was looking I was looking online like a, about a month or two ago, and yeah. I was looking at the London Sperm Banks mm. the websites, and they just there was about probably five on there like and that's not that's not that different from two (laughs) i'm sorry and that was what 10 years ago you was looking yeah yeah five is nothing and it's kind of and the the thing is that and you're looking you know in london like places where they're gonna have some black people so Mm -hmm. imagine if you are somewhere else like you can also you know we were talking about how you can get hold of it so we went to a clinic so obviously that puts the prices up for everything Mm -hmm. but um you can 
buy stuff from a sperm bank as well and then kind of basically do it at home and yeah, so that keeps the cost down yeah so i don't um you know presumably they must deliver it in certain um, conditions and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff but again like it's i think it's again it's related to changes in the law so it was always a bit low but um at the same time that they had that change about um you know what i was saying about being on a birth certificate for the other parent yeah um they also um roughly around the same time changed it so that the sperm donor didn't remain anonymous so what happened is um before sperm donors would be anonymous and the child couldn't really contact them unless they you know managed to like they said themselves or whatever Mm. now like the kids have which i think is right for the kids point of view to be honest like they have a right when they're 16 to be given the details of the the person who's their donor and to find them basically they don't have any legal rights or anything like that but they can find them and i think that probably put some people off if I were a male donor, I'm not sure if I donated. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, and I wasn't expecting something back. I feel like I wouldn't want to expect something back for the rest of my life. Yes. You know, if this, this 16 year old just rolled up one time, I can not like, no. The thing is, like, how I would feel, like, especially when I'm, if, especially depending what my intentions were in the first place. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I mean, that probably does put people off. Yeah, I think so. And I can understand it. I also think from the kid's point of view, I can see why they've done that. So from the kid's point of view, they might want to find out. Like, you know, personally speaking, I'm going to be honest, like, I will feel like there will be a little something if the kids say they want to go and find out who they're... Yeah, you'll be a bit sad. Um, Obviously, I will support them, but I'm just like, well, you know, I've been here, especially for me, you know, because I'm not the biological parent, so... Um, if they were feeling feisty and rank, I mean, they could be like, well, you're not even my mum. Yeah. <laughs> if they wanted to, I don't even say yeah. that. Um, yeah. you, know, you know how teenagers love to fling things in people's faces yeah. just for nonsense? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, We've done it. Even one, even one time, my, my son tried it Tried it one time. I was like, in that case, like, do you want to give me back all the stuff that we've been getting from yeah. you? Yeah, like, simple. You know, we, th- that time when you wanted me to like, drop you to school, actually, I won't do that since I'm not actually your mum. <laughs> 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 like, why, why are you crying that you want to spend time with you then, please? <laughs> He's like, well, I couldn't really like that. I was like, yeah, okay. mm-hmm. um, So, yeah, like a, a little bit of me will be like, oh, you know, um, I've been the one who's been here for 18 years for you. But yeah. but you can also understand they want to find they out who they are. Out they want to find out a little bit about who they are. Mm. Even like practical things in terms of they, they, there's half of their medical history that they don't know. Yep, you know? So stuff like that, I can see it from a practical point of view and mm-hmm. obviously we'd, we'd support them on it. But um, yeah, it's an, it's an interesting one. Um, but they've always known that they were, you know, donor conceived and that like we've always just told them. So it's not mm-hmm. been a massive surprise. Like it's just something yeah. that we've known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a bit part of like what we told them about how they were created and stuff. So it's pretty, they're pretty chill about it. Oh, yeah, well, I get that. I get that wanting to because you know I, I was thinking of it like a, oh, a selfish, quite selfish to, you know, if they want to find out, as you said, half of their you know medical history and mm. just know a bit about where they're from and stuff like that. That is, I think, that's important. I mean, it comes down to identity as well. Like, well, actually, that's an interesting one. Are. That's an interesting one because obviously, mm-hmm. like, my background is like, um, so I'm Black Caribbean. Um, and uh, my partner's white and we bring them up, you know, basically as black kids because that's what I consider them to be. So they're mixed mm-hmm. with black kids. Um, but uh, so their background is, their kind of social background is Caribbean. Mm-hmm. But actually their donor is not Caribbean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, that's an interesting one that we were thinking that as they get a bit older, it would be like my son was saying he'd quite like to maybe like go to Angola or whatever it mm. is like, just to kind of see. So that's something that I don't, 
as we know, you know, the black experience, there are commonalities, but it's not all the same. Same, yes. Um, so that's an interesting one that when they want to, it, they're all related, by the way. So they, it was all the same as sperm donor. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's something that we have to help them to explore. So, yes, they're black and they, you know, they look like black mixed, mixed kids, but their heritage actually isn't exactly the same as mine. That's mm. an interesting one. Yeah, that is yeah, we bring them up as Caribbean, but um, they actually aren't. <laughs> yeah, in terms of their, you know, background. Mm-hmm. They don't seem to care too much, but you know, that's fine. Yes. So with this, like with the sperm, did you have to pay for like storage and that? And yeah, can't keep yeah, it in the freezer. We did. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we had our son. He um, he came and he was fine, and then we. Basically, did you know when you read the thing out? We they we froze um, the rest, mm-hmm. and they basically every year you kind of forget about it. Then every year you get like this bill saying, "Okay, we're charging you X amount." Can't even remember how much it was now, as I'd say. Um, and uh, you know, do you still want to keep them frozen this year? Um, and then you have to. So that kind of reminds you to think, "Oh, okay, do we want to keep them frozen? Do we want any more kids?" Da da da. And then when he was probably when he was one. Um, we thought, okay, we'll have some more. And then we kind of like defrosted them basically. Yeah. And then, uh, they were good to go. That was it. Jokes. <laughs> 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 that was literally it though. They were good to go. <laughs> that is so, so jokes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you have how many kids? Three. Three kids? Yeah. So we've got um, a son and two daughters and the daughters are twins. Like there's a higher chance of... Um, because of the way that they do the insemination, there's yeah. a much higher chance of having multiple mm. twi- uh, like twins or triplets when you have IVF. Ooh, ciao. They always trip back like more than one because they want to make sure it works. Right. And sometimes they both work, yeah? Uh-huh. <laughs> All three of them work, and that's, that's why there's a higher chance. Listen, if I came out with triplets, I'll be vexed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> triplets. Did you guys not mind twins? Um, okay, so we thought we were going to have one. Twins was definitely a surprise, um, but it's a blessing now, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I there's there's bad twins in my family. Like, there's bad. There's bad twins in your family, Rosie. Yes. Really? There's bad twins in my family. So, I like, I was surprised. So, when I was pregnant, they kept on... Yeah kept checking to make sure that I wasn't, I had to have two, one hiding somewhere. <laughs> That's <laughs> very like, I just kept on thinking, oh. And you were like, how old are you? 20 year old. Imagine oh, you would have been. Imagine uh, you would have been, oh, yeah. So just, I'm just oh, glad. I just turned 20 as well. Girl. Uh, look, I'm just glad that we, um that we had them after we'd already had a child. Because yeah. it's kind of, we, I mean, barely, like we barely knew what we were doing and we had a little bit of a clue. But even still, like you think you know what you're doing, then you have twins and you're just like, everything I thought I knew is just a nonsense. Mm. I don't know anything. <laughs> did, you, did you sleep? Did you sleep? No. Oh my gosh. All right. So when we finish this, I'm going to show you, I'll, I'll forward you guys a picture after, um, after we finish this so you can see how much up I looked at the time. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I found this picture the other day because I was looking for something um, of like when the girls were just being born. So they were about two weeks old. And we'd had like a home visit from my son's nursery. So they always come around to the family and like see how they are and blah, blah, blah. So the, the kids were looking cute. The girls were sleeping, looking all lovely and lovely. Our son was there looking cute. He was about like two and a half, whatever. I look 
mashups. Oh my god, <laughs> I look so tired. Like I haven't slept forever. And then my wife looked okay because she'd be sleeping in the daytime. But if you saw how tired we looked, we did not sleep. Oh, and they weren't like they didn't synchronize their sleeping. So for about the first six months, they slept at different times, like just to mash, just to mess with us. Um, so we were on like little sleep shifts. I I have never felt so tired in my entire life. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> twins aren't easy. Oh my God. Twins aren't easy. And we still had our son and he was young. Like, so two yeah. is not, you know, that's still a baby really. Mm-hmm. You know, you can feel that. And it's just like, oh my God. No, I don't even know how we survived it. You know? <laughs> it's a good age gap. Yeah. Just, um, it was, oh, now I'm looking back and it's like, we can laugh at it. But at the time we were just like zombies. We didn't go anywhere. We were just like, no, 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 let's go to sleep. <laughs> Uh, I cannot function if I don't like if I don't sleep. I cannot like I can't function. I just you have kids. You have to function, boy. I was just going to say you just did. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be putting I don't know what I'll be doing I'll be putting some next stuff in the milk I don't know like I would just uh, be so tired <laughs> but Rosie how did you find it yeah so you were young when you had your um your little one yeah and yeah. it's kind of um how did you find it because for our friendship group a few people had kids but not that many so um people found it hard to understand that you couldn't do certain things because Mm. You had children, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and they thought you were being funny, but actually, it's just, now they've had children of their own, they totally get it. How did you find it? Because like, 20 is young, and people definitely wouldn't be getting it then. How did you find it? Oh, yeah. I, I was the first one out of my friends to yeah. have a kid, and everybody was in uni, you know, after mm. everybody was going to bar fest, everyone was going to all these events, yeah. and I was pushing a child out. And it was just like, do you know, luckily, luckily some of my, one of my friends anyway didn't live on campus, so she understood. Mm. And she was around, and she was also studying to be a nurse as well. So she was just really into it. Like, she just wanted to know, like, because she wasn't sure she wanted to be a midwife or not. So she was cool. But the rest of them, I mean, even after I gave birth, they'd ask me to come out, even if it was to a restaurant or something like that. And I just, I couldn't go. Not I only can't go. go, but also money. Like, I was yeah. a 20 year old. I didn't have lots of money, I didn't have savings. I was living in overdraft. Mm. Um, it was just, they just didn't understand that I couldn't go to TGI Fridays just, just because kind of thing. And, um, you know, it was hard because also on top of that, so even me as a young person as well, it was hard for me to, I wanted to live my young adult life. Do you know what I mean? Like I wanted to do these things and for to a certain extent, I did miss out. Mm. It, um, I would say for up until she was about four, my mum wasn't really... She was like, she was really helpful and stuff at home, but she wasn't come to do the whole babysitting. Baby <laughs> I went to go to the club and yeah, I just didn't, for, for that, for, I think for the first four years of her life, maybe I went raving like once. Yeah. That raving wasn't a part of my life anymore. And um, if I went out, I had to go to like places where I could take her. Mm-hmm. And um, even just stuff like that. And then also, even the way I was as well, I wasn't that maternal as well. And so everyone used to wonder, like, how can you someone's mum, please? Because you're just not the most maternal out of all of us. Out of all my friends, I was probably the least maternal. So they were shocked that I even had a child first in the first place. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so then it was almost like, even I had to, in my mind, I had to, I used to ask myself, can I even do this? I used to, I used to cry myself to sleep as well. Like, I remember, like, I would say when she, up until she was, like, three months, most nights I would cry, most nights, because I just, my life just changed. I went from being mm. a student in Coventry to being a mom. Like, yeah. it changed. So, um, and I, it was, I wasn't, and I wasn't really speaking. My mom, my mom was, 
okay at this point but she was obviously disappointed that she sent me to uni and I came back a child so like, obviously she was upset and like she was cool but I couldn't speak to her about it mm-hmm. and um I was living with her as well and then my friends didn't really understand because they just be like yeah it's fine like whatever like let's we can still go out blah, blah, blah. but so it was definitely a struggle by myself and also I was a single mum as well her dad wasn't involved yeah I was gonna ask because it's like you know like parenthood is hard anyway but what, especially if it's like just you yeah, it was just me and I was that young as well. So, yeah, friends that were like, you know, they even yeah. help financially sometimes as well. I was really lucky for that. Because literally, like I said, I was living over jobs. I was just a student. So, but yeah, it just, it did, I would say it took me like a good two years to really adjust. At least. It took me at least. Time. Yeah. yeah. Two years. And even that two years, there was times where I just, Thought I couldn't do it. There were times where I just wanted to give up. There were times where, and to everyone else, it looked so easy, but it was it, it was an internal battle because no one understood. It was such an internal battle, and like it really did take a toll on my mental health. Even mental health wise, I don't think I really fully recovered up until I was like twenty six, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Like, I I basically had um so you know our circumstances were different. So I I totally understand what you're saying, um, and I found it hard, but you know. I had a partner. Um, we were okay financially because we've been working for a while. Um, so all those stresses that, um, like as a couple, we found it really difficult. Mm. And I had, I basically had a breakdown like when my son was about one, mm. um, with lots of stuff going on, like partly to do with parenthood, but not him. Like he was fine, but I, I, I didn't adjust very well mm. at all. And um, like work was very difficult at the time. I was, um, it was, I was in quite a stressful school where I was teaching and like loads of stuff. Um, and I had a history of mental health difficulties anyway. Um, so yeah, and I, and that took a good while to kind of get over mm. as well. So yeah, I've got like the utmost respect for single parents because I'm just like, parenthood is, is wonderful, but it's also a lot. And like, so somebody to do that on their own and not necessarily have the family support as well. Yeah. You know, our family was supportive, um, especially when we just had one, like, you know, grandparent will just take somebody here, there, everywhere. Mm-hmm. All that stuff is fine. Um, with the girls, it was harder because, not because people wouldn't help, but like we were very aware. Like it's a lot to ask somebody to look after three kids under yeah. the age of three. Yeah. Like, you know, like you know, like, here, look after our little six-month-old babies and our two-year-old. Like that's mm. a lot. <laughs> so yeah. we didn't want to put that on our family when they were very, very little. Like now it's easy because they're older. Mm-hmm. Um, so we basically just, yeah, like for a good couple of years, we basically stayed at home. And like some of my friends are like, you've basically, you disappeared. Like, where are you? Um, and like, you know, the closest ones just come around. It's like, you know, if you can come to our house and sit around and like yeah. make yourself some food, then come. But otherwise I can't come. <laughs> exactly. Cause kids don't raise themselves. Okay. Yeah, like, otherwise I'm, I'm out of action. Like, you know, and I'd love to talk to you later on, but I'm actually like knackered. We've had three hours sleep. I would say that I was lucky because she slept every night. I never uh, had. Lucky. <laughs> I think because with everything that was going on, yeah, that was a godsend. Yeah. <laughs> I still couldn't sleep though because, like, there's this new child in a cot next to me, and I just mm. wanted to make sure she was breathing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so I couldn't even sleep. Anyway, I used to like, go and look. Mm-hmm. I just make sure her chest was moving. Yeah. I'd move her back in a position so I could see. <laughs> And then especially in the first few months, isn't it? Because you're worried about cop death. We just think, yes. okay, are they okay? Are they okay? Like, yes. like are you all right? Just like standing there watching them <laughs> and like listening to their chests, like some free. Yeah. Because <laughs> cop death is real. And especially because. Yeah, cop death is real. There was a girl that I went to college with. She gave birth around the same time and her child passed away. 
but it was just like Whoa, like this yeah. really real i was like okay this is actually real when i so i just used to look at her all the time when she was sleeping yeah all the time <laughs> damn and they do say that when you have kids you never sleep and like even when they get older and stuff and they go out raving and stuff Listen, oh, stay up <laughs> no you're permanently stressed because i just kind of the thing about kids is when they're very little, obviously, like, there's the obvious things that you know you've got to do to look after them. Yeah. And as they start getting more independent, it's kind of, you're just worried because you're thinking, okay, are they going to be okay doing this thing? So, mm-hmm. like, um, so our son was supposed to be, it's not happening now because of um, COVID and Madoc Karapura, but um, he was supposed to be going to, like, an overnight residential thing for the first time. And this was the first time he would have been away from us, like, and not with family. Mm. So he's going to, like, go off and he was excited. He's like, yeah, we're going to do quad biking, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, <laughs> like, like obviously you wouldn't let him go but we're just like okay right where's the thing okay let's make sure that we're not going to be going anywhere those evenings like in case you need to go up there like you know properly thinking what's gonna happen because <laughs> he's not going to be with us so you're all these kind of things like i think it's more independent you're just worried about okay like obviously it's good you want them to grow up and enjoy life but you're just like okay mm-hmm. i don't know like, i can't i can't i can't rest until like i know they're back home safe or something it's, it's, it's weird like you don't have that with partners because they're growing people and you care yeah. about it but it's different like but a kid is kind of you're responsible for this person that you help bring into the world, really. And it's like, it's, I don't know, like, I can't think of anything else that I've experienced <laughs> like it, like that feeling, mm. you know? We, um, we, the other day, um, we, t- we sent her a list. This, so this lockdown, we've been sending her to shop by herself. There's a shop like... Yeah. Ooh, great. First time, yeah. Yeah. So we sent her a list of... Normally, she, it's just one thing. She goes to get one thing, so we know... I can look at the window, see her going, I see her coming back. Yeah, but this time was a list, so she was going to be gone for a little bit longer because I knew she had to go and look for the stuff in the shop. Yeah, it was about I think what a bit, it was about 10 15 minutes and she wasn't back yet. So I was like, okay, right, mm-hmm. let's go see where she is. Like, she? <laughs> yeah, so I, but it was, it was like very worrying. So I, I went, I got dressed and I went to go and see her, and she was just outside, she was just coming back. Mm-hmm. She was like, I'm fine, like, I just looked up, I forgot the Doritos, I had to go out for the Doritos. That's all. But it's like, I was like, wow, I can't imagine letting her go on a residential. <laughs> That is going to be scary. Yeah, and the things that he was excited about are obviously the most dangerous things. So he's just there like, quad bike, quad what? Listen. Like, oh, that's great, babe. That's great. That's great. And inside we're like, ah. Oh. At the same time, you don't want to put fear into them, isn't it? You no, don't want to, you know. But, girl, I, you guys are scaring me. That's all I can say. <laughs> it's great, man. It's wicked. And, you know, I can really relate to what you're saying, Rosie, about not being that maternal. So, like, I love kids. And like I used to be a teacher, but I taught secondary school. So for me, babies are cute and everything like that, but they're a little bit boring. So it's kind of you know, once you kind of help, once you help them for a little piece and they're sleeping, like that's all nice. But then everything else, is like yeah. so, I've always I've enjoyed it. Like as they've got older, so as they start getting a little personality, you know, like when they mm. first talk, I love that bit and stuff. So each age, I'm enjoying it more and more because they become in their own person. Apart from when they start getting feisty, you know, it's like. Oh. This is the thing, I feel like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna enjoy them when they're adults. Yeah. Because um, but no, but they get excited, like kind of basically from about what three, four onwards, they're kind of they're quite interesting because they can start having little chats with you about stuff and it's just yeah. it's fun. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, first thing you start coming out, yeah. I know, yeah. but I feel like I literally talked to Amariah, Rosie's kid, for like two minutes. Mm. My dad did I'm did I'm doing adults. <laughs> Oh, my niece as well okay alright we're the adults now <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe you need to do fostering yeah maybe you need to foster like do Albert Kennedy um, trust um, they, they do like a teen um, LGBT kids do that because they'll be mm, old that's, 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 <laughs> that's, that's a good shout yeah yeah it's good oh. it's good yeah um, they 
they're a charity that I've been aware of for a while that I um like I support them and, and donate and stuff like that because they specifically do it for LGBT youth. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's probably a better shout for you. <laughs> yeah. No. Do you know what? Do you know what? My girlfriend will leave me if we don't have kids. So um. is it? <laughs> She's giving me like three years or something. Oh my god! So yeah, there we are. <laughs> That's sad. So you're getting your research in now. So, I am. I am getting. My, I was on the sperm um, bank um, website, as I said, but then I someone told me to look at the European ones, and there's a lot more black um, donors on the European oh, okay. sites. So yeah, so guys, if you're listening and yeah. you are thinking about starting a family. You know the European websites. Go look at those. Also, I think some of the um, IVF is cheaper as well when you go to like European ones. Oh, it's cheaper. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you have to factor in the flight if you're going to um, fly and all that business. Oh, but okay, I think I overall, it can be cheaper. Oh, okay. Hmm. So, do people ever ask you, "Oh, are your kids gonna? Are you your kids gonna be gay as well?" Do you get those kind of questions? Oh, do you know what? No, we don't get any of that nonsense anymore. So that's good. <laughs> people know. Let me tell you. Let me tell you one mad one I had. This one is going to, you know, be shook on this one. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> obviously, sometimes people ask, you know, the usual stuff, like, you know, who had the baby? Why did you just decide to do it? Da, da, da. So that stuff's fine. You're just used to it. Right. So remember, I said to you that my partner's white, innit? Hear what one thing said to us, <laughs> me. Let me tell you this fully. One thing was like, so, why did you decide to have a black donor? I'm looking at her like, what? Are you blind? <laughs> well, um, I was like, well, you know, my partner's white, innit? So obviously, we wanted a black donor because we wanted a kid that could actually be ours. <laughs> you know, that could feasibly be ours. And um, she's like, yeah, but, you know, with all the racism and stuff in the world, you know, maybe you want, didn't want to bring like another black or mixed, mixed race kid into. Oh my if God. I tell you, I blinked. If I told you, I thought, oh. do I tell this thing now what I actually want to say? <laughs> or what? do I keep it calm because it's a professional saying? <laughs> what the hell? So, okay, so people shouldn't give birth, heterosexual black people shouldn't give birth to black people. <laughs> and is that, is that what she's I broke it down. I, I broke it down in white feminist terms for her. And I was like, well, we know the world's sexist, isn't it? But still you have children who are girls. So... Mm. I don't know what to say. I mean, I like being black. <laughs> I know my kids. And maybe the world just needs not to be racist, but I'm not going to change up right. my about that. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, thinking that... No, no, no. But the, the levels of the question were a lot. Like, so I know this thing, so I thought, let me not just gun her completely. And yeah. I actually broke it down as to the thing. Now, if I didn't, I might have been a bit ruder. Um, and if it wasn't in a professional setting. Yeah. But I think people don't actually understand what they're saying. That Like, it's kind of... That is why Like I love being black here Like people think Why people think that We don't like being black I love being black Like yeah. I've got no problem With being black You've got a problem With being, being black yeah? yeah The society's got a problem With being, being black I'm fine with it So if you're so worried About racism in society And my future child Fucking sort out racism Yeah, yeah Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm okay with being black Like we're good Wow, like, that just shows that that just shows that she's she knows her privilege, like she knows she has privilege. Yeah, like, I don't want to have, and also like, why are you thinking that I'd want to have a white kid? Like, I can't explain to you just how messed up that question is. I really can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, that was a long time ago, and I'm still spun by it. You know, I'm just like, wow, you actually asked me that with a straight face, not knowing 
that is really an out of all the questions we're asking. <laughs> Thinking it was an okay, legit question to ask. Oh my it's god! So dumb. Like naturally, you want a child that looks like both of you. That's just <laughs> duh, duh. Hang on. Wait. Did you go? Did you hear me there? Because I just I I cut out. I can hear you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I, I know you can't. I just said naturally, you just want a child that looks like both of you. That's yeah. But um, yeah, so that was that was the most messed up question I've ever had about that, which I still can't quite get over, even though. Just when you think that you've heard all the mess, all the mess that people can say, that's the most messed up wow. question I've ever had. <laughs> wow, Rosie, you get any people saying that? Um... Yeah, people say to me, "Oh, aren't you worried she's going to be gay?" Or aren't you? Who said that to you? Who? Do you know the straight friend that I have? Who can't say her name. Oh, I know. Always two of them actually. There's two of them. They do ox me are concerned about whether she's going to be gay. I don't understand Who why. Who cares? She's why? a child. Who cares anyway? First of all, right. she is a child. Why are you thinking about her sexuality? She right. is yes. a child. Like, right now, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Like, also, right so what is she is? What's the problem? What are they saying? What is the what problem? What is the problem? And the thing is, she does, she's very much a mini-me. Like, yeah. she, sometimes she wants to wear dresses, but because I don't wear dresses, she doesn't wear dresses. <laughs> Which is normal, like. Yeah. <laughs> She just likes to do things that I do. She just wants to be like, even right now, she's got single class and she's happy because she feels like he looks like locks. <laughs> yeah, of like, course. She wants, she wants to be like you, and she wants to be like mommy. Yeah, yeah. And, but I do feel like she's just young, innit? She's just, when she, you have to just let her be herself. And obviously, she knows that I'm gay. We've had a conversation about it this week, actually. Oh, did mm. you? Yeah, we had a conversation about it this week. We've gone to the shop because she asked where LGBT men, because when, when, okay. when we went to the um, protests, obviously, we had LGBT on our and our signs yeah she knew what the actual acronym was so mm-hmm. I, I broke it down to her and I was, she was like okay the, the trans part she just doesn't understand she doesn't get that bit which you know that's, oh, that's, I, sh- I, yeah. that's interesting it's because our kids do but because we know some people who are trans so we explained it in terms of those people specifically mm. and they're like oh okay yeah fine and they just carry they, they, they go yeah like with me with lesbian gay and bisexual I've had to explain it with people I've been like yeah, yes exactly yeah, but obviously she hasn't met any trans person, so that was a bit hard to explain to her. Mm. Maybe actually, maybe we'll go, we'll go on YouTube actually, so she can see on YouTube. Maybe I'll do it that way. Mm. But, um, but yeah, we just had a conversation about it this week, and she was just like, she, just, she doesn't really care. She just, <laughs> no. Yeah, they <laughs> don't like, care. She really looked at it in regards to what am I then? I don't think she looked at it like like that at all. No, I don't think so. And also, it's weird, like, because people say that kind of thing, but our society is so heteronormative. I mean, you know, our kids live with two moms who they always have done. Um, you know, there's other kids in their school who have, like, two same-sex parents. And still, every day when they're playing with their titties, it's like, mummy, this, daddy, that. Like, <laughs> like, you know, I'm just like, what, what about your own family? They're just like, oh, yeah, but, you know, this one's my daddy. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> that is jokes. <laughs> you, know, you know, and it's, so, it's not like they're not immersed in, like, general culture. The closest thing we had to that was... um. Uh, so our son, when he was maybe three or four, um, went through a phase of wanting to wear dresses just because he really loved Frozen. So he wanted to wear like, and he didn't like, the marketing for Frozen is really interesting. Like like the main characters, so like Elsa and Anna and that, they were always on all the girl stuff. Um, but they only ever had like Kristoff and a snowman on the boy stuff. And he liked Elsa and Anna. Yeah. So... Um, so he wanted to get like the dress and they had like some little frilly something for the pajamas and he just loved because he loved that thing. So there was a time when he just wanted to wear that dress all the time. Like you know how little kids are with their favourite clothes. Yeah. Um so obviously until at that point he'd just been, you know, whatever him. And um you could see a couple of the grandparents like 
You know, you know they were trying to think of like a nice way to say it, but no, they were going to get absolutely <laughs> if they said anything to us. So they, yeah. they were kind of like, kind of kind of the couch here. So my father-in-law was like, um, oh, well, you know, uh, are you sure that you, you know, is it okay for him to wear that in case his friends see him? And we're like, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? <laughs> Come and say it then. <laughs> like it's a phase that you grew out of. And like, I think that's not that unusual for a lot of little boys. Like, as you said, they, do, they want to be like the people around them or things that they like. And like, it's literally just a piece of clothing. They don't care. So, yeah. and I was literally like, when we were going out, I was winning people to say something. Like, Come on then, say something. Yeah, look at, look, look at them oh. deep in their eyes. Like, say something. Say, say something. Like, come and say something about my son. <laughs> I love this. I love this because I've definitely had the same situation. Amara, because she she um went to a fancy dress party last was it last year or the beginning of this year? Uh, I don't remember. But even all fancy dress, she always goes as boys things. Mm-hmm. So she went as a Black Panther, and yes. all the other guys were there as Black Panther, and all the girls. Yeah. Every single girl Princess, was, isn't it? Always princess. So I'm a princess or Wonder Woman. One of the two. <laughs> she so I could I could I was at this party looking at the parents. <laughs> so I was waiting for someone. Right. To say but I thought they saw the way that I was waiting for them. Yeah, so they, they can't they couldn't see it. They couldn't see it. They couldn't it's like, see yeah. nothing. But she you- World Book Day. She like one time she went. She went as Harry Potter this time. Mm. But she doesn't always. She just goes with what she likes. Like sometimes she goes as learning things. Just whatever she likes. Yeah, exactly. And also, like to be fair, like a lot of the female characters are kind of boring. Like they don't do a lot. Mm. Wonder Woman at least is a bit exciting. But you know, some of the other ones, what they do, they just wait around to get married and get kiss up. Like what's is yeah. that exciting? <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's true, not exciting. Man. Even my son was like, Mom. How come, like, Mama? Why are the the girl characters are really boring? You know, like, what are they what do they even do? Like, it's a bit bit dead, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, you know. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You know, that, that's that's funny about Wonder Woman because the creators were definitely in a polyamorous relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's, the, what I heard. <laughs> that's why they made them made their so like strong and you know like a yeah. And the island she lives on, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The island of fun. <laughs> but yes, I think um we could talk all day basically. But <laughs> yeah, I think the three of us could talk all day. Um but yeah, thank you. I think that's all my questions. Rosie, do you have any questions? I've got one question. So so I saw someone tweeting a couple of weeks ago about they're trying to figure out what their child will call them in their relationship because they're in they're in the same sex relationship. Oh, good question, yeah. And she was basically like she 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 doesn't want to be called mum, but then at the same time she wants to be called a variation of mum. <laughs> she's not sure because she wants her because she she's the masculine one in the relationship. She, I think she prefers her partner who's more feminine to be mum yeah. or mummy or whatever. She doesn't want that kind of label, but she also wants to be called a mum somehow. Okay. <laughs> How did you guys like come to terms with that? How did this decide it really? That's interesting. I see. Um, so I'm mama and um, my partner's mummy and I'm just trying to think how we decided it actually because it's kind of would I have been all right with mummy I think I probably would have been all right with mummy like I wouldn't have been that bothered Mm. Um, but again we wanted something that was kind of a similar thing but not and we needed us both to be like be able to be distinguishable so that's Mm. kind of stuck Um, although the interesting thing now is like uh, 
so our son's at that kind of age where he's like, oh, I don't know if I want to say mommy in front of my friends. And I'm like, listen, your granddad is 60 something years old and he still calls my nan mommy. So what about you now? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you let your white friends say what they're going to say. Yeah? You're saying mommy in this place here. And it's kind of, um, you know, and it will, you know, it will break mommy's heart. Like, because he's not calling their mommy for a bit, he's like calling their mom. And I was like, yeah. look, you know what? She's really sad about it. Can you just do it? And he's like, he's like, all right, all right, all right. So he's actually be really cute about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that. And I, I have a couple of other friends I know. Um, they have like a, they have like just like a completely different thing. So one of them's called Sia, and the other one's called Kea. And it's because they both have the same name basically. Um, but it start one of them starts with a C, and one starts with a K. So that's how they distinguish with it. I know some people do like Mummy, whatever your name is, and Mummy, whatever. But mm. we weren't really about having our first names being used by them. No, no. Um, no, that can't really run. No. <laughs> I'm afraid. But yeah, so it's funny. I don't know how we actually decided. I think we just thought like what are different things that could be an equivalent to to mummy um, or mum. I think that's kind of how we came up with it. Yeah, um, yeah. I've seen in films that they um, the kids call both of them mum, mummy. Yeah, you don't know who who they're asking, but there's got to be some kind of like a distinguishing thing, unless you did like. Mummy K and Mummy P or something. I don't know, and something like that. But something it's also got a stick because you know you can decide what you want to do. But at the end of the day, kids kind of just end up calling you their own little thing. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. yeah, they just end up calling you a little thing, or you have like these weird little nicknames that just come about and you don't even really know. So yeah, it's an interesting one. Me, and my girlfriend have already decided. Oh, have you? Because she calls her mum Mama. So yeah. She that's what she wants to be called. And I'll yeah, exactly. Like I like being called Mama. Mama's nice. Yeah, and I'll be called Mummy and or Mum, whatever. I don't mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we couldn't do Mum and Mummy because obviously, like, eventually, Mummy might get short. Yeah, yeah. So you can't. So you can't do that. Um. So that's mm-hmm. what we went for the Mama um thing. And it's yeah, it feels nice. Like it, it suits. It works well. And they they've always like taken to it. So mm. yeah. I just feel like Amara's always going to call me mummy. I don't think she'll ever change. <laughs> Listen, mummy's just you know? standard. I, I still call my mum mummy. Like, it's yeah. just a standard thing in our family. Like, it's like, I think it's a very black thing, you know, like, people just call me mm. the, yeah. like, mummy up until being well. grown-ups. Yeah, uh, I still call my mummy as well. Yeah, it's like, it's like a black thing and, like, an upper-class white people thing. They're the only people that still say mummy when they're grown-ups. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> true, though. It's, it's funny, because even, like, when we're in public and she calls me mummy, somebody always has to look like, mm-hmm. Yeah, they always look, they always end up looking. And even even sometimes she calls me mummy, sometimes my girlfriend will be like, I can't believe someone actually called me mummy. <laughs> like, you're your mummy to someone. Like, <laughs> do you still feel sometimes like sometimes I still can't even believe that I'm a parent, you know? Because I'm just like, okay, so I'm supposed to be a grown up and have responsibility and all this kind of thing, but inside I still feel like I'm 25. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do sometimes. I do look at her like, so like, I'm actually someone's mom, you know. Okay. I look at all my friends like that. I'm like, I can't believe you lot are parents. Like, I, even my sister, like, she's not maternal either. I'm just like, I cannot believe you have two kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, like, and my sister is hilarious. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> so I'm like, you have kids. Like, I look at all of my friends like that. Like. I don't even think we're mature enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't I think we are, you know, like you kind of like, it's, I always feel like there's like almost two different bits of my personality. So it's kind of like, there's a, there's a, like definitely a parent bit that kicks in. So mm. it's kind of like when my friends or like people who know me, like knew me before parenthood and they start seeing me around the kid, like you're, you definitely like something just switches, like you just become mm. boom. 
Um, and then there's like kind of the me when I'm just like more carefree or don't have to think about that stuff. And it's kind of, I just feel it's almost like they're two different, like they're the same person, mm, but it's kind of, you just, yeah. like you have to be because mm-hmm. what else are you going to do? Like this, these people are de- depending on you and you have to set a good example. So it makes you grow up. But um, otherwise, I don't know. I just, I don't know how I would be if I didn't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't know. I will say that. I would be right now, boy. <laughs> Right. I will say that you make parenting Rosie, you make parenting look really easy. That's nice. Like you really do. Like I don't know if it's because Amariah is very chill, but like it just looks I I am lucky because she is very chill. She's Mm. very much like sometimes she's one of those people that just likes her own space. Like if she was on that island, she would be by herself. Yeah, definitely. She does like her own space. So I think sometimes I wouldn't hang out with her. She's just like, nah, I'm just here by myself. She'll be in my room and she'll go, okay, mum, I'm coming now because I need to go. <laughs> oh, wow. Too much socializer and I'm going to yeah. go now. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. Let's think again. Yes. Uh, thank you for joining us. So thank you so much for doing this with us again. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it was useful. I didn't chat too much nonsense. <laughs> no, we've got all the, all the information we needed. <laughs> good. Thanks. It's been a pleasure and uh, keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay, guys, yeah. if you thanks for listening to this episode, make sure you follow on all the channels. Make sure you tweet us and use hashtag Tutu's podcast. Make sure you do that because we want to know you're all listening. Yeah, we can see the numbers, but we want to see it on Twitter as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, thanks for listening. Until next week. Bye.